Welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast with your hosts, Allie and Jess. Sit back, grab your wine or coffee. We don't judge. And join our conversation on the lessons, laughs, and real life moments from an 18-year friendship. You ready? So here we are again on another Fridays Unedited. This segment has been super fun. And even though I took it solo last week, you got a little taste of Allie and Frank's episode this week. If you haven't checked that out, definitely do that because it's just cool for me even just getting like a little insight into their relationship. But um, we might have Allie do a solo one in the future. But anyways, just a recap of what the heck this is. It's basically 30 minutes of us just recording and not editing a thing. So you never know what will happen when that happens. But luckily, Allie is here this week with me. I am back. This is one of my favorite segments to record because not that there's, you know, pressure on when we do the other episodes, but I feel like a lot of times we want to make sure that we're you know, touching on our important points and things that people wrote in. And we want to make sure we're accommodating everything. And it's often hard to do that in an hour because there's just so much we want to talk about and we want to share. But these episodes kind of just give us a chance to just chat, catch up. And that was really like the intent behind, you know, our podcast is wanting to have that open conversation feel, which I think these segments really contribute to. So I love that. Yeah, I love them too. I feel like it's, um, I don't know, it's just, it's natural. And it's also, there's no limit. So while that's a little scary, it's just, it's fun. So on that note, um, I have something to tell you. I'm scared. (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) I did, I did do something. Um, Okay, so as like, I don't want to call myself type A because I I do feel like that's a box that people put themselves in, but I am like, I'm very organized plans. Like I like to know, I don't do many spontaneous things, but it's weird because when I do, I go all out. So like tattoos, like those are, have all just been, you know what, let's just do this type of thing. But today, Allie, I'm afraid to tell you. (laughs) What did you do? today so I've been thinking about for a while how I kind of wanted to like add like curtain bangs to my hair no you did not cut your own hair so I went on TikTok and I was just searching like this wasn't today I was like past days I was searching and there's a lot of tutorials out there on how easy it is so this morning I was doing my hair for like the one time in a million years that I just decided like, let me shower in the morning. And like, I use my little blow dry brush and I'm like doing it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to make a haircut appointment. I'm just going to do it myself. And I literally cut myself bangs this morning. Well, how do they look? Are they like short bangs or are they like a long bang? They're like past my chin. Like I was not, I was Oh, okay. So they're not really like, you know, curtain bangs, like what you'd pick. I was thinking like mid face curtain bangs, like at the cheekbone. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to like get you to be worst case scenario. That's how you break news in any, like if anyone needs advice and you have something to tell someone that's not ideal or like you're afraid of their reaction, make them feel like, like assume the most dramatic 
and then you rein it back. So it's like, yeah, I decided at 27 years old to cut my own hair, but it's not, it's past my chin. So it's okay. No, I have definitely don't tell my hairdresser, but I have definitely done the same thing when my like face framing, like quote unquote bangs are growing out. And I just give them a little, like a little tiny trim, but you just scare the crap out of me. Although you do cut CJ's hair and it comes out good. Yeah. He actually needs one really bad right now, but I just couldn't believe myself. Like sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, what are you? Like, again, I'm so, I am writing down every single second of my day. I'm like very calculated in that way, but just like I look in the mirror, I come out of the shower, I'm doing my hair, look in the mirror and decide, yep, today is the day. I'm just going to chop my hair off. And then I'm going to get on zoom calls literally all day long and just hope for the best. Like it, luckily they did come out good. And I, I had confidence. Like I wasn't just going in blind, but it just, I don't know what came over me that I just was so impulsive that it needed to happen right in that moment and snip, snip. And all of a sudden my hair was on the ground and here we are. You were doing what felt right. And that's all that matters. I know. Okay. So how was your day (laughs) on that note? On that note, I didn't do anything as adventurous as cutting my curtain bangs. Um, (laughs) What did I do today? Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. I just had a busy day at work and that was about it. Yeah, I feel like, so do you feel like every week goes by faster or do you feel like some of yours are slower and then sometimes you feel like it's super fast? I feel like the last couple of weeks have felt really fast. Like even with work when I'm nonstop all day, it feels like the weeks fly by. And I don't know if that's because work has just been busy and it feels like, okay, at the end of the day, you know, you got nothing done type of thing and it flew by or because I've just had so many things that I'm looking forward to the weekend to get done. So I'm kind of just like wishing for that. And then I'm like, oh, the weekend came and the weekend went. Um, but I feel like mine go by pretty quick. What about yours? Cause I feel like working from home, that's probably a different perspective or do you feel like they go quick? Honestly, it like ebbs and flows. So this week, like last week, I do feel like went slower and I think it has to do with my workload. So I would say like this week, yesterday, today, the days are when they're filled with meetings I go from like, oh, all of a sudden I'm like eating lunch and then it's six o'clock, like by the time I get off meetings. So those days tend to make it faster. And also this week, I feel like I have a lot going on like meeting wise, but then also like my time outside of work. Um, Like tonight I got dinner with my family and like we're doing stuff tomorrow. So it kind of feels like it's speeding up, but when I saw that it was May, I'm usually pretty, like I would say by the last week of a month, I'm like pretty aware that the new month is coming and I start to get myself excited about like setting new goals and which actually that's something we could talk about for sure. But like, anyway, I'm like, I usually get excited like, oh, I'm gonna like change my desktop wallpaper. I always do that. I don't know why. I just like to like have a fresh month look. And when it hit Sunday and it was May 1st, I was like, whoa, like it just felt like it came out of nowhere. 
and it made April feel like it was so so short I completely agree I didn't even see May coming honestly like I would see things getting scheduled for May and I'm like oh wow they're getting scheduled you know out in May and then meanwhile we're already into May and it's kind of crazy Yeah, I remember the first Fridays Unedited that we ever did, um, I was mentioning like the thought and theory of doing the trip to San Diego for work. And the fact that that's in like two and a half weeks or so is wild. Yeah, that honestly snuck up so quick. Yeah. I mean, that's exciting though that it's here, but I completely agree. I feel like April just flew by. Yeah, I don't know, but okay, so- it's May now. Do you do anything for um, like the start of a new month or am I just, you know, that's my type A weird personality? I don't do anything for the start of a new month. What do you do for the start of a new month besides setting a new desktop background? Ali, so much. I do so much. So, okay, here's my little run through of what I like to do. I, so I set a new background on all of my devices. So like I have my work laptop, which usually I make a place, like a destination that I hope to go to one day. So it like, I don't know why, but in my head that gives me the inspiration, like, oh, I'm working hard because then I'll get to like travel to Mykonos or something. Oh, I like that. I don't know. Just like, and it's also daily inspo. Yeah. And then my personal laptop, I like to, so I've been making mood boards, which is such like a. I feel like Instagram-y thing, but I just go on Google slides and I always, I'm on Pinterest, like nobody's business every single day. So that's nothing new, but I'll take pins that I like basically am manifesting for that month or that I feel like is in that month. So like last month in April, I was really into like getting into the spring colors and stuff. Now I'm like weirdly drawn to back to neutrals a little bit, which is it's just strange how that happens. But anyway, it catches my eye and like the green and blue colors. So I make a Google slide of just like, I pull from Pinterest, like different pictures. And like, I put like a picture of like palm trees and like San Diego, because I know I'm doing my trip there. And then I take that and I save it as a PDF. And I like, make that my background not my personal so it's like I'm constantly looking at this like mood board manifestation type thing wow you are so productive with that yeah it's it's not I don't know if it's good or bad because I will like it's wild how my brain works but I'm I like set goals for the new month I like set I set like smart goals. Like, do you know, you know what I'm talking about when I say smart goals, like business-wise, it's like strategic, measurable, I forget what everything stands for, but it's like, it's like a whole framework. Like I'll set three goals and then I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do to achieve those goals? So I I think I'm just psychotic, honestly, as I'm talking about this. No, I don't think so. I think having that like regulated type of or those regulated type of activities is good for mental stability in that having some sort of consistency, not like stagnant, you know, boring patterns, but having consistent routines or things to look forward to at certain points in time. I feel like that's good for, you know, your, just your mental being in general. Like you get to look forward to like, okay, fresh month, 
let me, you know, reset in these ways and reconnect and retouch on where I was last month and, you know, what I want to change or, you know, even how you said you like to change or how your color palettes that you were interested in change. Just doing that like monthly check-in, I feel like is super healthy. Yeah, well, so it is Mental Health Awareness Month and I love talking about it, although I think mental health is really a conversation we should be having all year round. Um, That also makes me excited for May. And I think, you know, just even like tying the whole mental health thing with what I'm doing, it's, I am very aware, like very self-aware that since working from home, I have a very, very consistent routine and I, it does, it gets like monotonous. And also I like try to, so this is getting real deep here, but like some at times I like disassociate from my body, It like, which sounds really dramatic, but if you basically what it means is like, I get bored of what I'm doing. And so if I'm doing like a day of work and I feel like I'm just disinterested, I basically find like any way to just like not be present. So I'll scroll on Instagram or I'll like go for a walk or I'll procrastinate things because I just don't want to be doing what I'm physically doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so that being said, I think that's why I'm really, I love like any opportunity, like a new month to just kind of switch things up or like think about doing things differently because it helps me to keep things like away from that, just like stagnant energy. And even like, okay, you know, this from college, I literally used to like want to reorganize our dorm room, which was so small. And there was probably two patterns total that you could do with it. And always at like 1am. Yeah. And I would rope Allie into this. And at one point we went and we've like did a tour of our dorm to see what everyone's rooms looked like. So we wouldn't like miss out on an option we haven't tried. And, but like the re it's weird. Cause so I started doing it then. And since living in this apartment, which is only over a year now, I have probably rearranged my office 25 times. I'm not even kidding you to the point where people at work on zoom will be like, where are you today? And I'm like, Nope, still in the office, like still in my, my little office room. And well, then you've like, always been a big redecorator you've yeah. always like in your old in your not the bungalow or the beach bungalow that we've talked about but your apartment after that yeah was the beach bungalow didn't really have much room to be redecorating and you weren't there for you know that long but your apartment after that like you would buy a piece of furniture the next time I'm there the furniture's changed out the whole layout's changed and you're like yeah I just wanted to rearrange anytime I mean, I feel like the apartment that you and CJ have now, at least the living space doesn't vastly change. I mean, you've changed like where the couch is and things like that, but not like vast changes like you would have in your other apartment. But I feel like that's exciting though. I, I liked doing that too when we would rearrange our dorm room. Yeah. There, it just gives you like, I don't know, a fresh energy. And I do think that it's really cool exercise when Like if you, if anyone ever like comes to me and they're like, oh, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm in kind of like a light, a rut or, you know, there's these times in life that you can feel just like kind of 
like you need a change, that's one of the easiest things you can do is like, you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to do anything. Just take what's existing and just kind of move it around so that you're getting like something fresh and new. I love those little things. And I feel like that's, it's kind of a coping mechanism for sure. But like when you're feeling like mental health's weird, right? So there's, well, I'm not saying mental health's weird, but like the topic and like the range of emotions and things and thoughts that people have like I think during COVID time we've all started to realize a little bit more that it's normal to have these periods where we feel like kind of our lives are just like you don't know what you're doing with them but kind of because the whole world felt like that like you couldn't really plan for the future when like basically everything we've known has gotten flipped on its head so I feel like sometimes like I'll see people on Instagram put like, you know, it's just been a weird week. Like I just feel weird. And of course I'm all for like normalizing those conversations and having them more so that it doesn't, it's not weird. It's more so like, yeah, maybe it's anxiety. Maybe it's like having some pent up like energy inside that needs to get released. And that all to say little things like cleaning even, um, or like rearranging a space or, some, or like changing the wallpaper on your phone. Like sometimes it's just those little things that can kind of take you out of the quote unquote weirdness. I completely agree. I have like, whenever I'm in like a phase or like a funk is usually what I call it. When I'm just like feeling off, there's usually three things that I'll do depending on like, if it's like a sad off or just like a blah, like numbness off type of thing. Like I'm not sad, but I'm just kind of feeling stagnant, I guess, in my routines or my patterns. And so the three things I'll do, one is just drive around and listen to music when it's nice out with the windows down, preferably with like Frank or with someone literally just driving around listening to music. And we obviously have the benefit of living by the water. So like I'll drive down route 35, which is on the water with all of these like beautiful houses. And I'll just look at the houses, listen to the music and just kind of let my mind listen to songs that make me feel like I'm in a happy place or remind me of comfortable times or a time that was happier, you know, something like that. Um, or like you said, I'll clean a space, like I'll clean my car or I'll clean my room. Um, and the last one, why am I blanking on what my last one is? (laughs) Oh, my last one is forcing myself to be out of my comfort zone to get like somewhat of a minor, like adrenaline rush or some sort of like overstimulation to kind of bring me back and regulate me almost, if that makes sense. Like if I'm feeling in a rut, I need to be like so far out of my comfort zone to balance that out. So I'll hang out with a group of friends that I maybe haven't hung out in a while, or I'll, you know, try to go to a different bar or restaurant and just be out and about near different groups of people to kind of push myself to open up and be in a different headspace than the one that I'm kind of stuck in. What would you say are like your go-tos? Like you're in a rut. What are you doing? Honestly, I feel like, like, things that you said definitely stuck out. So just based on what you just said of like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, I almost feel like for me, my comfort zone has become 
this, like basically staying home because I can and I do. So like social plans, I get to times where like, if someone cancels, I'm like, I kind of like feel relieved and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is not great. So for example, like this week, my family tonight was like randomly out of nowhere. Oh, last minute, like, do you want to all get together? And we went to this like Portuguese restaurant and I, it's not like a norm that we like always will do that. We usually get together on weekends, you know, then I can go into my head and say, oh, like today was kind of hard at work and, but I had planned to do this and what am I going to do there? And that's almost when I have the moment where I'm like, okay, that exactly why my mind is racing. And I feel like this anxiety and this like overwhelm that like, I somehow have so much weight on my shoulders. That's a sign that I need to get out with my family. And like, I need to go to this dinner. So it was actually pretty nice, like doing that. And as soon as I get around other people, like, so anyway, the, the thing that I'm, I do is like, I try to make like any sort of social plans or say yes to them because the second I get around other people and I start to like, see that, oh, they also have jobs. Oh, they also had bad days at work, but does it matter? Like right now in this moment is, are any of them thinking about, oh, I have this, this, and this to do at home. Are they checking the clock? Are they like on a time schedule? No, we're all just there in the moment. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned helps my like moments of, cause I do ha- suffer from like a lot of anxiety and just sometimes like a little bit too much controlling and perfectionism. And I feel like the best thing for me personally is being around other people who are present because it helps me, I guess, just like bring me back to earth a little bit because when I'm by myself all day, I can run forever with my thoughts and I don't actually get a reality check until I'm like around other people. So that for sure. And then like you were talking about driving and stuff. I think actually even just music in general, I have certain playlists and it sounds a little counterintuitive, but like I have a playlist that's called like feels. And if I'm just like in a mood or in a funk, sometimes I play it and I just like let myself really, really be in that moment. Like, especially if it's during work, I'm stressed. I'll play these songs that are just like mellow and like maybe a little sad or whatever, but I let myself get into that space. And after about an hour, I'm over it. Like I'm like, I'm moving on. And I think that if you don't fight it, like sometimes I've learned the hard way that if I fight it I'm like, Oh, let me put on this happy playlist and let me pretend like everything's fine. And let me just keep pushing through the day and like, keep going and keep going. That's when I hit burnout. Oh, I completely agree with that. And they're the most important thing is knowing like what, because every, you know, mood or funk or happiness or whatever different type of emotion you're feeling is going to be different one day than it is the next. Like my happiness today is going to be a different level of happiness another day for a different reason, or it's going to feel different. And you kind of have to learn what those different moods require and treat yourself with, you know, the care that you would treat others with. Honestly, at the end of the day, like there's certain times where I'm just in such like a horrible funk and I just, nothing can get me out of it. I stay home and relax. It doesn't help. I go out. It doesn't help. 
Um, and there'll be days where I'm just in a mood and Frank will notice and he's, and then maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later, he'll text me and be like, and I'll be in a completely different mood. And he'll ask, did you just cry? And I'll be like, why are you asking that? And he's like, well, usually if you're in a bad mood and then all of a sudden, you know, you turn into a good mood, it just meant that you had, you know, a cry or like tension inside that you hadn't let out in a while. And it's honestly as silly as it sounds. It's so true. Like sometimes you just have to fully give in, even if it, there's no reason, like sometimes I'll just be in a funk. One thing will happen. I'll cry for a couple minutes and um, it's like, I'm a new woman. Oh, absolutely. My therapist at one point had told me like the best thing you could do if you're having a bad night is to find like the saddest movie, like the movies where everyone's like, you know, you normally avoid because you're like, that's oh, literally what I do. <laughs> yeah. Because she, she literally was like, put it on and lean into it. Like watch that two hour movie. And by the end of it, you'll be more concerned with the fake characters lives of what's happened to them and forget that, like, what the heck you were even sad about. I mean, of course, things don't go away in life. Like, obviously there there's those feelings come from somewhere so like addressing them i fully believe that that has to be done like i'm not saying cover it but sometimes it is just like it's a mood that you have to just again i don't know i always think of it as like bring myself back to earth because like i get really far in my own head and it actually made me think of that this week like of course mental health has been a really big topic that I care about a lot from my standpoint of like transitioning my health and wellness Instagram page into like much more of a mental health page. However, um, this week we had a friend who reached out to us like a few different times and just with like some things going on like in life. And it made me think like, at first I'm like, oh, you know, I wish like we could have been there in the moment. Like it was more of like a hindsight thing. Like, Hey, like last week I experienced X, Y, Z and sorry, the dogs are fighting behind me. If you hear anything, (laughs) Um, but it made me think like, Oh, you know, I wish like I could have been there in the moment because like I could have been so much more helpful. And like, I hope I'm doing enough. And, but then I thought about it and I'm like, but in those moments, like, do I reach out to anyone? Not really. And so I think that there's two points I want to like get your thoughts on there is one, like sometimes like personally, sometimes I actually feel like I do need to process it myself first and then I can talk about it in a much more productive way because it's not always that helpful to get like when my head's going and going and going, sometimes I need to process what I'm feeling first before I talk about it. But on the other end, like I do feel like a lot of people our age have this mentality that we should just be holding things in or, you know, don't burden your friends or don't burden your parents or like don't kill someone's vibe by being the person who needs, you know, having a bad day or like needs help. So like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think that, I guess I don't really know what I'm asking, but like when you get into a mood, are you more someone who's like going to, text everyone like in that moment or do you kind of just like let it ride out and then recap later so usually my go-to is letting it process like majority of the time 
I don't realize that I'm in a mood until like something happens or I snap or I react even just internally to something in an off way. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like we're having a day or we're having a week or whatever it is. And oftentimes it's not until something's happened or like, for example, if I send, you know, I don't know, a rude text to Frank or I react a certain way, I'll follow up with, okay, just realizing, you know, apparently I'm having a mood today. Like I apologize and I don't know what it is, or sometimes I do know what it is, but usually with my friends, I'll complain and vent as much as like, you know, I just need to get off my chest. Usually not surface level, but just like the immediate things that are bothering me without processing what's going on. So say I'm in a bad mood and annoying things are happening at work. I'll vent about those as they're coming up. But most times for me personally, it's not one identifiable issue as to why I'm just off. Um, And sometimes I'll try to, you know, get to the root cause. Other times, you know, Frank will try to provide help and be like, do you need support? Do you want me to like, just kind of pull you out of it and tell you, you know, like, let's go, let's move on what, you know, what are you looking for? And I find that question super helpful when he does that, because it makes me pause and have to give him an answer of what I need without pushing it off. Right. So I either have to say, you know, I'm feeling this way. And he's like, well, why do you think that? And sometimes I'll have a list of 30 reasons. Like I had flyaways and, uh, you know, this happened and I got in a fight with this person and it's big things and little things. And he, We'll come up with a list and be like, all right, here's the things we could fix. Let's work on it and let's check those off and then go to the next. And other times I'm like, you know what? I had, I'm having a two out of 10 day today. I can't put my finger on it, but you know, I just want to take the time to just reflect and wait it out. And I don't really want to delve into it right now. So I think it really depends on what I'm feeling, but at least when it comes to my friends, like I definitely vent as annoying things are coming up or even like today I texted you guys because I was having like, you know, kind of a moral dilemma type of thing at work. And I, it was bothering me and it was putting me in a mood and I kind of wanted to just get it off my chest and also hear your thoughts on it. But I don't know. I feel like if I definitely needed the help, I would absolutely reach out to my friends. I just don't think I've ever been in that position where I needed active help for something. Luckily, I'm, I'm fortunate that I haven't needed that, but I know for a fact that if I ever did, I would be the type of person that would immediately reach out to my friends and be like, Hey, something's not okay. You know, I need X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Like sometimes you don't even realize that there's something wrong until it's like, wow, like, okay, I had a day. Um, but Yeah, I think that, I mean, that as we're coming to a close on this episode today, um, mental health, again, it's Mental Health Awareness Month all month. We'll definitely be touching on this in a few different episodes coming up. Um, I also, this is not at all to like plug anything, but I really recommend going onto social media and just kind of seeing like, there's a lot of cool things coming out and just like perspectives where people are sharing a little bit more openly. And it's kind of nice because again, it grounds you in maybe some of these things, even as you're listening to us, I hope like 
if you're also someone who, you know, gets in a funk, but you never really thought of that as like related to like mental health, because that word can sound like scary. I mean, it's anything, it's any, just keeping your mind in a place where you're feeling well, and it doesn't mean you're always happy. It just means that you're, you're fully feeling everything you're feeling and that you are talking to people. So I think on that little segue, um, we, you know, like I said, we have episodes coming up and things like that, but this is a topic that we'd really love to dive deeper into. So if you have specific questions or maybe like even struggles that you're going through or things you're trying to navigate, please always feel free to reach out to us um, on Instagram. We're at the law of living well pod and you can shoot us a DM. It does not need to be in our comments or anything like that, but just want to know that we're here for, I'm here for Allie. We're here for our other friends, but we're also here for you. I love that. We are always here for anybody. And like just said, anytime, you know, maybe there's something you need to just vent about or a random confession or something that you need advice on. Maybe that's something we can start incorporating into our Fridays unedited, or we could do a monthly like mental health check where, you know, you could write in with advice that you're needing and we can kind of delve into it that way. But I'm very excited for our upcoming episodes where we can kind of dive more into this. Cause I feel like we have so much to share on this and we're so passionate about it that I'm very excited. Yes, I am too. And here's to a really great weekend. Um, I guess technically it's like the second weekend of May, but hope you're all doing something really fun. And thank you again for continuing to tune in. And this one definitely was a good one. We love these Fridays unedited and honestly, might have to start incorporating some more uh, just free talking because I always feel like it's a good conversation. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, we will be, well, I guess talk to you with our new episode coming out on Tuesday and stay tuned because this weekend we're going to announce what exactly that is. So everyone have a great weekend. We appreciate you. Um, We love you and keep your mental health priority now and always. Agreed. Have a great weekend, everyone.